Revelation 22 talks about the river of the water of life. Jesus said in John 7:38, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. In life, there are two streams, two destinations, and there are two opposing directions. One leads to peace, freedom, power, victory, joy, and life, and the other leads to defeat and death. Would you get in a canoe and go down the river with me if I told you that there's a 200-foot waterfall at some point, but I just wasn't sure where it was? Many people say, I'm just going to live this lifestyle until I see the waterfall, then I'll change. But guess what? By the time you see the waterfall, it's too late. The current's too strong at that point. You're going to go over. What I want you to think about is the direction that you're paddling. You may already profess that you believe in Jesus Christ, but is He actually the Lord of your life? Because the Bible tells us that when the door to the kingdom has been shut, there'll be many people who say, Lord, Lord, open up to us, and He's going to answer, depart from me. I didn't know you. There's a parable in Matthew about this. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at a midnight cry it was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and they trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us. But rather you go and go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready, they went in with him to the wedding. And he shut the door. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and he said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. They all took their lamps, which were their, that represents their bodies. And they went out to meet the bridegroom, which is Christ. Five were wise, five were foolish. The foolish didn't put lamp oil in their lamps. The lamp oil is the word of God. It didn't get planted in their hearts. The wise took oil in their vessels. The word of God was firm and not able to be uprooted. But the bridegroom didn't hurry. He was delayed. So they all slept, which means they went about their lives. At, at the midnight cry, it was heard that he's coming, come meet him. And the foolish were surprised because the Bible says it's going to be a day like any other day. And they didn't expect him. They hadn't prepared. And so they asked the wise to help them. But the wise said, no, go buy for yourselves. And while they hurried to go fill their lamps at the last minute, those that were ready and had sought him continually, they had endured. They went in and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins... Christians came and they were shocked because after all he was their Lord they believed in him but he answered I do not know you in Luke 13 23 it says then one said to him Lord are there few who are saved and he said to them strive to enter through the narrow gate for many I say to you will seek to enter and will not be able enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. It's not easy to live by the Spirit. Our flesh is in opposition to the Spirit. It's our human nature. It's in opposition. Romans 8.13 says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. There are many people in church today that think they're saved and they're not. 
You may have said the prayer like a fire insurance policy, but if your heart didn't repent and surrender, then you have a false sense of security. Repentance is not just saying that you're sorry. True repentance is turning away from your life of sin. The Bible says in the New Testament, be holy for I am holy. You've been called to righteousness and he who rejects this call to righteousness doesn't reject man, but God. We're justified by grace alone. This means that we are pardoned from our sin and the penalty has been paid by the death of our Savior who hung on a cross to pay for our sin. And because of that, we should not take salvation lightly as if what Jesus did for us by dying in our place was a common thing. We've not been given a license to sin. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. It's not a cushion, it's a cross. He said we must die to ourselves. This means we take ourselves off the throne and we submit to his teachings and seek his ways as we read his word. He must become Lord in our life. Someone asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And he replied, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. How do you know if he's the Lord of your life? Do you love him? What do you do when you love someone? You can't get enough. You want to talk to them. You think about them. Do you want to talk to God? Maybe through a prayer? You know, do you meditate on His Word and love Him back with your thoughts? Do you make time for Him? Do you think about how you should live, dress, and act to honor God? Do you feed your spirit with the Word of God? The Word of God is food for our soul and and you know you need his word you need this food you need spiritual fruit food to grow just like your body needs physical food to stay alive are you interested in pursuing god you can resolve yourself right now and ask the holy spirit to give you a desire to seek the lord make time he's promised us that if we knock the door will be open to us he chose you and he's waiting for you to choose him the heartbreaking part is that so many people won't choose him Finally, do you hear his voice? God speaks through his word. He says, my sheep hear my voice. The Bible says, test yourself and make sure that you're truly in the faith. God speaks through other people. Test what other people tell you and make sure it's in line with the word of God. The Bible is our authenticating light. It won't matter what anyone told you, even your pastor when we stand before the throne. He said that we'll be judged according to his word. I don't know about you, but for me, that's a major motivation to read the Word of God. You know that Martin Luther quote that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free? Do you know that it came from the Bible? We need to know the truth and then we won't be easily deceived. You know the Bible warned that there will be a time that comes when people will no longer put up with sound doctrine and instead they'll heap up for themselves teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear and they'll turn away from the truth. It also says that many will be deceived by this and fall away from the true gospel. But the Holy Spirit was given to us to illuminate the truth and to lead us in truth. He leads us in the truth through the word of God and he gives spiritual discernment and understanding. John 10, 14 says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. If you've never made Christ the Lord of your life, or maybe you have asked him into your heart, but you haven't made him Lord of your life, and you realize that now, if you feel the Spirit moving in your heart right now, then say this prayer with me right where you are. Father, I need you in my life. 
I know you died for me and paid the penalty of death for my sin. You rose again on the third day, and you're the living Son of God, seated on the right hand of the Father in heaven. I want to change. I want you to come into my life and change me. I desire with all of my heart to make you Lord over my life. Please forgive me of my sinful life and fill me with your spirit. Teach me your ways and help me to walk in them. I ask for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as I read your word. I give my life to you, Lord, and I want you to mold me into the person that you created me to be. Thank you for loving me. If you said that prayer, I want you to know that there are angels rejoicing in heaven at this very moment over you. The Bible says that your citizenship is just transferred from earth to heaven. You have a purpose and a calling in the family of God, and he has plans for you that are for your good and his glory. This doesn't mean that no more trouble will come in your life. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. What it means is that if you'll keep your eyes fixed on him, he'll keep you in total peace, even in the middle of a storm. I also want to encourage you to read your Bible, all of it. It can be tempting to find a spiritual book and they can be useful tools in time, but first, it's so critically important that you read the Bible. After you've done that, then as you read the Read books, the Bible is hidden in your heart and it becomes the authenticating light so that when you hear something, someone else tells you that an author has written it, that when it doesn't line up with the Word of God or they're taking scripture out of context, you're gonna know it because the Holy Spirit's gonna bring up that word that's stored in your heart. You'll be firmly rooted in the truth, planted like a tree of righteousness in the kingdom of God for His glory. He is coming soon, hold fast and endure. Whatever your circumstance, it is going to be worth the patient endurance when you stand before the one who is worthy of it all. Praise and honor and glory to our King, the name above every other name, in the original Hebrew, Yeshua, Jesus. Baruch haba b'shem Adonai. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.